Welcome to the Hidden Wire Podcast. This is episode 850, my solo rant today. I'm reviewing a guest bloggers post, six ways to keep your career motivation strong over the holidays. I hope you enjoy. Hey there, how you doing? Lee Martinotti, thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, today, I am reviewing a blog post from thehiddenwire.com. You can check it out at thehiddenwire.com, of course. It is a guest blog post. She's uh, written a couple for us now, and her name is Laura Gale. And this post is all about how to keep your career motivation strong over the holidays. So it's actually six ways to do that, six ideas or suggestions on how you can keep your career motivation strong over these holidays. I think this is actually a really timely blog, and I do appreciate uh, Laura sharing it with us and with the audience here at The Hidden Why. The holidays are quite a bit of a hectic time in, in a, for a number of reasons, I suppose. There's, there's so much going on, and whilst we think the holidays is something that's going to be relaxing and stress-free and you know you can take a break from work or take a break from whatever it might be that's your regular routine throughout the year you can actually step away from that a bit and just you know chill out what i often find it can be quite stressful it can be um can become quite anxious about the holiday season because there is a lot on there's a lot of social engagements um, there's a lot of events to attend. There's a lot of things to organize, you know, the big Christmas lunch, the presents for family members, all these things that you have to consider. If you are going traveling, you've got to put that on top of your schedule, the scheduling of that. And that usually means that we have to fit in more before we get to the holidays as well. So to wrap up work, we've got to put more into our day so we can try and have that time off or create more time to do all those other things we want to do during the holidays. So sometimes the holidays actually becomes a time that's quite uh, quite stressful and quite busy. And I think in my experience, and I guess this is what, what um, Gail, uh, Laura has written about here, is to try and still keep that motivation strong, even though it might get a little bit chaotic. A lot of our routines are misplaced during this holiday period. Um, it's important to try and tap in and, and still take care of not only your career motivation, but your, your well-being as well, the motivation around your health and things like that. So I think this is a really timely conversation and something to, um, to have a read on and uh, contemplate and maybe take away a few of these ideas that Laura has shared and um, practice them over your holiday period as well. Mm-hmm. So six ways to do this. And the first one is make a list for past and present. I think this is a great one. It's a couple of paragraphs, so it doesn't take you too long to read. Um, and really what she's talking about here is looking back at 2019, looking back at what your successes were, what you've accomplished, what the enjoyable moments were throughout the year, and reflecting on this. I don't think we give ourselves enough time to reflect in general. And over the holiday seasons, it's whilst you think you have more time to reflect, you often find yourself just being distracted by all the noise and chaos that's going on. And I certainly can relate to that. I'm sure you can as well. So reflecting is, is really important and reflecting back on your on your past year, the successes you've had, maybe even the mistakes you've made or the things that could have been done better, maybe some of your failures. failures. These are all lessons that you can build into uh, your plan for next year. So I think she suggests, Laura suggests writing down um, those things, writing down, you know, get an A4 bit of paper out or whatever and write down the things you accomplished, write down the things that you enjoyed most about the year. And that can be sort of become a bit of a foundation uh, for the building blocks for 2020 going forward into next year. So I think it's really important. It can help you write your goals, identify new growth opportunities, 
identify perhaps new new areas that you really want to focus on moving into the next year. So for example, if you didn't quite achieve a career goal, maybe you can go, okay, well, what did I do wrong there and what can I do going forward to make sure I do that better next year? Was it that the goal was too big? Was it because I was missing some knowledge or information about how to achieve that? What was it that I could actually change to make that better? Perhaps there was some times in your year that were quite stressful. And if you could reflect on those moments, you could go, okay, well, what was it about those moments in this year that were quite stressful? And what could I do to minimize that going into next year? And that might be just scheduling, you know, maybe a weekend off every, every quarter. You know, for me, it would be scheduling a few days off every quarter and really committing to taking some time out of the busy schedule. Uh, so whatever that is, look at ways you can um, minimize that going into the next year. So it's a really good planning tool this time of the year to just reflect back on last year and reflect forward into next year. I think there might even be some some areas of your life where you, you know, maybe there was an event or something that you really enjoyed throughout the year. Reflect on those moments because those moments are precious and, and think about how you can actually maybe incorporate some more of those moments into your year as well. So really good point. I think number one for me is a, is a pick um, for, for these six. The next one she talks about is nourish your career viability. So what she's really talking about here is, you know, find a way to increase some of that that energy into your career. Because what can happen when we're in a career, we can become a little bit stagnant. And to change that, to stop that from happening, maybe we can find a way to upskill. Maybe we could sign up for a course, get a new certificate in something. Maybe we could um, read some books about our career. Certainly a great tool. She actually notes in her post that Bill Gates reads a book a week. I think it's a fantastic idea. You can listen to audio books. You can read books. There's so many tools out there. Uh, For me personally, I try and listen to a book uh, from a real estate professional or coach or whatever it might be every now and then just to to freshen up and you get some new ideas. And and that, that, that level of growth, the learning ability there, really does help inspire and motivate you within. So leveling up is a really good way to do that. And this might be a good time this holiday season to think about those areas in your career where maybe you could um, brush up on, or maybe maybe there's a crossover between your current discipline and maybe there's something that you can add on to that to sort of transition into another pathway within that career. So there's plenty of things there you could do, but really growth is paramount to our freedom, fulfillment, and happiness. And if we can constantly engage in growth activities, that's really going to help us with our overall happiness. And that goes for anything, including our career. Boost your tech skills. So look, very basic one here. Tech is paramount, whether we love it or hate it. Um, Tech has a place to stay within our personal lives, within our career, within all aspects of our lives. And I think it's so hard to keep up with tech. And I'm not too sure on exactly the point here, but other than the fact that we need to stay up with tech to stay ahead of the game. And I can certainly see it around me, people in the industry that aren't up to tech, um, up with the the new updates with technology. And certainly that gives them a little bit of a disadvantage. Um, I can certainly see where I'm lagging behind a bit and perhaps the holiday season would be a good time to brush up on my tech skills as well and find out new technologies that could actually help me improve in my particular industry. Um, so you could use this for any part of your life. It might be, what could I do around, um, you know, reorganizing my cloud files? What could I do around, um, you know, health apps and things that might help me um, with my meditations or with my jogging or fitness or whatever it might be? Find out these technologies that can really help you streamline and improve on those particular areas that are important to your life. 
So good one, um, good thing to point out. I think with tech, sometimes it can be too overwhelming and sometimes we can probably rely on it too much and I think we need to sometimes step back a little bit, but certainly there are tools there, there's technology available to help us streamline the process and become more efficient so we can focus more on the human interactions, the people part of our lives and our careers. Stretch past your comfort zone. We talk about this a lot and... Um, I suppose I'll just read this one sentence that she wrote. Staying within your comfort zone is well comfortable, but it can lead to career stagnation. And I think that's a really good point. It's easy to be set in our ways, in our routines. It can be very easy to be comfortable in in how we go about our lives. And that's fine if you're content with that. But I think it can actually lead for a lot of us to a lack of motivation, um, a destimulation, I suppose, and that can lead to a drop-off. And over time, that, that decline will catch up to you and you might actually fall too far behind. So it might be a good idea, whether it's with your career, or whether it's with your health, whether it's with your personal growth, um, whatever part, your relationships, maybe look for something that's really going to push you outside your comfort zone. So maybe it's joining a new club in 2020. Maybe it's um, doing something different with your partner. It might be in Korea, asking your boss what sort of promotional opportunities there might be available coming in 2020. Anything that can just stretch you that little bit more to help you, to stop you from becoming stagnant and to help keep that motivation alive. I think it's a really good point. Uh, Plan to make a big change. So look, I suppose, do you need to make a big change? Not everyone needs to be making a big change in their lives. You're probably quite content, most of us, with what we're doing. But if you're not, if you have looked back at 2019 from that first suggested activity that Laura mentioned, and you've really connected with it and saying, look, it's just, yeah, it was all right, but it's just, it doesn't feel right. If you're really not feeling the love of how your life looks right now, maybe a big change is necessary. And certainly I've done this a few times in my life where I've uh, packed up everything and uh, moved to Japan, and I've done that just recently. Um, sometimes you need to do these things and there's nothing wrong with it. Um, you might want to do a bit of research. So your cost investment upfront is a bit, little bit lower so you can test the waters and experiment first without going all in. And that might be uh, going for a holiday to a new destination over the Christmas period or the holiday season and just saying, okay, well, could I live here? Maybe spend three days there and see if that's viable. See what sort of work opportunities are, are available there and, and you know do a little bit of research before you go all in and pack everything up and, and just make that move. Not a bad way to go either. Depends on what works for you. Um, if it's a new career, uh, maybe there's some some time during the holidays where you could actually go reach out to someone within that in particular industry that you, you you might want to change to, and ask if you can do a little bit of work experience with them, um, just to really test the waters before you jump all in. I think it's a really good time to um, think about big change, and certainly I, I would definitely suggest big change if you're not content with your life at the moment. Brainstorm new ideas. I love new ideas, creativity, it's rules. I think really what you want to do here is um, just keep that creative energy flowing. And you can do this in a number of different ways by going to art galleries, reading books, watching interesting documentaries, uh, talking with people, maybe some some social groups that you could join just to find out um, ways to stimulate your creativity engagement, I suppose. And, you know, come up with those ideas, flesh them out a little bit, be creative, do some painting, do something different. Um, certainly painting is not one one of those things that I do too often, but I would love to just do it again because I, I used to do it a few years back and I'd like to get out the uh, the old easel and, and the, the canvas and 
maybe just have a bit of a paint one day. So keep yourself creative. I think creativity is a key to our happiness as well. Guys, that is a um, the narrated version of this blog post by Laura Gale. I appreciate you, Laura. Thank you for sharing so much. And guys, if you want to read about Laura, you can check it out at thehiddenwide.com. Her bio is there as well to the links where you can find her and you can read the full blog, blog post at thehiddenwide.com, episode 856, Ways to Keep Your Career Motivation Strong Over the Holidays. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Until next time, peace, passion, and purpose. See you soon. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, guys and girls. That is my solo rant for this week. Guys, I really hope you enjoyed it. I hope you've received some value. Guys, it is my goal, it's my wish that each of these episodes that I do, you are left feeling a little bit more inspired, perhaps even a little bit more educated. I want to really share with you my thoughts, my perspectives, the things that I'm learning, perhaps even some tools and practices that can help you transition from a life with unease, a life that is sufferable, a life that is maybe filled with hate or regret, to a life that is beautiful, a life that has a deeper sense of joy and happiness present at each moment, regardless of the pleasure or pain that you might be experiencing in that given moment. Guys, if you love The Hidden Why, if you love what I'm doing here, you can support the show in a number of different ways. Firstly, you can subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast and subscribe to my newsletter at thehiddenwhy.com. If you have the time and haven't already, you can leave us a review on iTunes. It's a one to five star review with a quick comment. You can also connect with me, guys. I love your feedback. I love your suggestions. I love your comments. So connect with me at thehiddenwhy.com. You can leave comments in any of the show notes that you listen to there. You can also reach me directly through my email address and then in any of the social media platforms available there. You can also support the show by using the Amazon links within each of the show notes. And that does help support the show. Guys, that's really it. Other than that, go out there. Breathe more passion into every single moment. Do everything with greater purpose. And in doing so, you will discover your hidden why. You will discover a life with greater meaning, freedom, fulfillment, and happiness. Thank you.